Hello, hi everyone, and welcome to Sundays with Tasha. I don't know if you can notice, but I'm in quite a somber mood today. I'm in pain. I'm in anger. I'm I'm tired. I'm physically, I'm emotionally, I'm mentally tired. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of living in fear every day. I'm tired of feeling like I'm inadequate or feeling powerless. As I speak at this moment, a woman has been kidnapped. As I speak at this moment, a woman, a child has been raped. As I speak at this moment, a woman, a child has been killed. And this is happening on an everyday basis. I don't know what to do. I don't know what more we can do. Every day on social media, we see of cases of women and children being killed, being raped, being kidnapped. We see of petitions signed for us to be able to retrieve those loved ones. Every single day, every single day, this is going on in my country. Every single day, I live in fear that whenever I go outside, whenever I leave my safe space, whenever I leave my room, whenever I leave my home, there's a chance that I might not come back. There's a chance that I might be hurt. There's a chance that this is the last time I might see my family. This is the last time I might see my friends. Every single day I live in that fear. And every single day there's a woman, there's a child who experiences that and who doesn't make it home and who casually said goodbye to their family without knowing that they're not going to make it back home. I know that there's always some outrage when it comes to gender-based violence, when it comes to rape issues. There's always an argument. And for me, I never understand why. And there's always some defensive state of men who say that not all men are the same not all men are bad they would never do that I see many posts from men who always say why doesn't she report why doesn't she go to the police if she was raped Why didn't she dress appropriately? What was she wearing? What did she do to her husband that caused him to hit her? There must be something that she did. There's no way someone can just wake up and hit a person. No, that guy is too nice. He'll never hurt a soul. These are things that people say whether it be men or women 
But there's always a defensive state that comes from men. I, for me, I don't understand why you're being defensive. You're seeing that every day this is something that's going on. And most perpetrators are men. And I'm coming here with facts. There are stats that have been brought up that reveal that most of the perpetrators of gender-based violence and of rape are men. Most of them are from men. So when we come here and we say that we're sick and tired of the treatment by men that we receive, and you come, you tell us that no, not all men. Why don't you say some? What are you trying to achieve? You're blatantly ignoring the fact that a woman has been raped, that a woman has been killed. One in three women have been sexually or physically assaulted in South Africa. This is about 25 to 40% of women who have experienced sexual or physical assault. Only about 12 to 28% of those women report rape or assault. And we all know why. Our justice system is non-existent when it comes to gender-based violence, when it comes to rape cases. I know for sure how the, how the police system works in our country. You're always met with a mean, an accusatory energy. There's no sense of you feeling like you're welcome there to go out and speak your th- truth. There's been cases where people have been told to go out and find their perpetrator. How am I supposed to go out and find the person that has raped me? How am I supposed to go out and find the person that has physically assaulted me? I do not know the person. A random stranger came out and decided that I will be their victim today. They don't know me, I don't know them. But because they're a man and they in some world feel entitled to my body they felt like they could do it i do not know them they do not know me how am i supposed to go out and find them we also know that it's such a strenuous process having to report cases because you're asked to tell your story over and over again and the slight bit of a mistake that you make your case falls into pieces and that mistake is made due to you feeling afraid due to you experiencing trauma you're traumatized and you're expected to be able to be in a good mental place in order for you to be able to tell your story you've just been assaulted you've just been raped and you're expected to function properly in order to tell your story over and over again. You go to court and you're supposed to relive that moment in court and picture everything that happened to you at that moment. I know for sure 
that that would be a situation that I would never want to be in. And that I know for sure that I would feel afraid. I would feel so lost. I'd feel so alone. And I wouldn't be able to cope with having to go through that process over and over again. So you, you're always asking me, or you're always asking us why we don't report things. Go try and report a rape case. Go try and report one and see what happens to you. The cases usually go nowhere. The police, it seems like they're never interested. They're never interested in ever finding out who your perpetrator was. They're never interested in wanting to solve the case. When you go and report a domestic abuse situation, you're told to go back home and solve the issue with your husband because it's your husband. When you go to the police and tell them that your husband raped you, they laugh in your face because that is your husband. What do you mean that they raped you? What do you mean that the person you sleep next to every day raped you? Surely there's something that went wrong. Surely you're just making things up because you're angry about some sort of fight that you had with your husband. And you still ask me why we don't report things. Because the minute you step into there, you're judged. No one believes you. I've come to a point where I'm sick. I'm literally sick of hearing every single day of victims, girls who are my age, That puts fear into my soul, into my mind every day of my life. There's fear. You're told to go and do things that will help prevent prevent you from being raped. Wear less provocative clothes, less revealing clothes, carry a gun, carry a knife, carry pepper spray. When we know when you fight back, the person who might end up in jail would be you. Because you fought back and you may have killed the person, now you have murder on your hands. But you were just trying to protect yourself. I know there's a case of um, pleading with self-defense. But in most cases, you're always the one who's put into blame when you were just trying to protect yourself. And why is it that I am the one who's supposed to go out and do all these things, go to these self-defense classes and carry these knives and carry these pepper sprays? Why is it I who has to go through that? When I am not the one with the problem, I am not the one with the evil inside of me. I am not the one who's going out there raping and killing people. Why should it be me I also watched a video that was posted on Instagram and it was a woman who was walking through town and 
suddenly a guy just runs up and slaps her bum all of the other men who were there just laughed and just looked around and practically did nothing and the lady tried to defend herself but everyone was not really paying attention to her and nothing was really done about it so she had to just walk away and people mostly guys were saying that it's not their place to protect that woman it's not their place to defend her because what if they end up getting stabbed what if they end up being the ones who get killed what if they end up being the ones who are just in a place where they get harmed and it's like you're failing to see the bigger issue the bigger issue is that a man felt entitled to go and touch a woman a woman he does not know he felt entitled to go and do that he felt it was okay it was just a game to him that is the bigger issue and then you sit here and you want to say that no we support women we care for women but again you sit here and you say it's not your place that you, that you were taught to mind your business and that because you don't know this woman it's not of your business you should just leave it and let it happen because you don't know her and you don't know what the guy might do and so you're sitting here allowing what has happened to this woman to happen you're sitting there and allowing it to happen and when it the only time that you ever feel like you should do something is if it hits close to home that is literally the only time men feel like they have a duty to do something is when it hits close to home when it's their sisters when it's their mothers their aunts their nieces that's the only time they feel like they're entitled to protect a woman other than that any other woman they don't care about and for me it's like if you think that way then you don't don't you think that other men feel that way so when another man is walking in the street and feels entitled to touch the body of your aunt, of your sister, of your niece. Other men should not care, right? They shouldn't care. They should let her feel assaulted. They should let her be killed because it's none of their business. It sucks that in order for men to be able to see the bigger picture, it has to be brought close to home. because i know for sure as a woman i am able to put myself in that position of that woman i am able to see and feel what it feels like to be in that position and so i will feel anger for her i will feel disgust for her and i will want to fight for her because i know what it would be like to be in that situation I know what it would be like to feel assaulted and to feel powerless because some random stranger decided they're entitled to your body.
I've experienced sexual assault before. The one time I it's something that I have not healed from and I would not want to speak about. But there was a time as a young schoolgirl, I was walking back home and usually I walk home there's really nothing much happening because my neighborhood was quite it was quiet and nothing it was just a peaceful calm neighborhood suburban area nothing else was going on but this one day I was walking home and a random guy pulls up from behind and he's busy shouting at me but I ignore him you know I ignore him I don't say anything to him now this guy looks like he's a guy who just roams around in the streets he looks quite homeless if I may say I'm not sure but for me he looked homeless and eventually he catches up to me and he puts his arm around me so at first I pull away I pull away but his grip gets tighter every time he puts his arm around me so now I start getting scared because I'm like I don't know if this guy has a weapon on him I don't know if he has a knife and if I try to run away he'll chase after me and stab me I do not know what is going on so in that moment I just froze out of fear I froze and you could have told me that I could have screamed, I could have ran, I could have done something. But I was in shock and I was in fear and fear froze me. I froze, I could not do anything because I was in fear. No amount of self-defensive training me with a pepper spray could have gotten me out of that space. I literally froze. I could not do anything and I was panicking. He grips me holder. He grips me tighter. Sorry, he grips me tighter. At this point, I do not know what's going on. I don't know if he has a knife. I don't know what he's about to do. And he proceeds to tell me that we can go to the next corner he knows that I want it. He knows that I want to have sex with him. He can see that he, I, I, I want him. This is a random stranger. I do not know him. I've never met him. He then proceeded to touch underneath my skirt. And I pushed him away. But he became more aggressive. I tried running, I literally tried, but I was carrying my school bag, I was carrying my instrument. I tried running away, but he caught up to me again and he held me tighter, kept telling me that I'm trying to play hard to get and that I want it and that I shouldn't worry, no one's going to see us. We'll just go to the corner and nothing's going to happen, you know, it'll just be a quick thing. I was paralyzed with fear. I was in shock I was scared eventually I was able to break free of that state of 
paralysis and I ran to the nearest store that I could see. Also, the other reason why I, I, I felt so powerless and I felt so in such a state of not knowing what to do is the fact that my neighborhood was quiet, everyone was in their house, or no one was at home, and it's hard for me to just rock up at some person's gate and start shouting because first of all they don't know who I am they're just seeing a random school child shouting at their gate they and how long would it take for me to even know if someone's at home or not how long would it take for me to have a door that's open for me I may go to a house maybe no one's there how do I know that someone is there I go to a house maybe there is someone there but they're not willing to help me because they themselves will live in fear of not knowing if I am in some way a perpetrator so I ran to the nearest door and luckily there was a kind man and I, I told him what was happening and I literally broke down while trying to explain what was happening I broke down and I guess because it was at that moment I realized that I was safe and I was away from this person and that I didn't have to be afraid anymore and I stopped being in that state of shock I went from feeling like a zombie and not being able to move any part of my body to just breaking down and that is just one of the things that I've experienced in my life and there are many cases where I was in a situation where I felt assaulted there are many cases where there are men who are just on the street who will catcall you who will get angry for you rejecting them or ignore because I usually just ignore men right we're supposed to not engage we're not we're supposed to you know be in a state of fear and show them that we're scared or show them that we we, we, we don't want them or or, or, or or just not react to them because the minute we react we're basically calling for them to come and attack us so I do that I, I, I remain in a state of of not reacting I don't say anything but me not saying anything now causes you anger because I've heard this many times that oh I think I'm better than that guy because I feel like I can reject him and I feel like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm better than him and it's not even that it's just that I do not know you I do not know you you're a stranger to me so why would I let you in why would I want to have a conversation with someone I do not know someone who just came up to me randomly on the street it's these older men who will stop their cars who will slow down their cars tell you to jump in or tell you they'll accompany you to the store the minute a car slows down my heart starts racing my heart starts racing because I do not know whether this is the moment where someone is going to kidnap me. I do not know 
whether this is a moment someone's going to drag me into an alley and ambush me and rape me. The minute a man walks behind me, my heart starts racing. I start to pick up my pace because I do not know whether it's at this moment where I'm going to get stabbed on the side of the road. Do you think it's nice to live in a world of fear? To live like every day is your last. Every day might be your last day here on this earth. The minute you step out of that door. No amount of training for defense classes, no amount of pepper spray, pepper spray will stop a man from hurting you. If a man is determined to hurt you, if a person is determined to hurt you, they will hurt you. No matter how many times you may practice those moves, if a person is determined to hurt you, they will hurt you. And so while these men come out here, they tell us that they don't know what to do. They don't know what they can do. Yes, you may post those statuses. You may post your hashtags. You may march with us. But it starts with calling your boys out. It starts with calling your boys out. It starts... with not associating myself with rapists it starts with not being a rape apologist with not questioning a woman when she says that she has been raped it starts with immediately believing her and not asking us or not asking her what she did what she was wearing why was she in that place why did she put herself into that situation starts with learning what consent is we're grown adults now we should know what consent is we should know what no means we should know if I don't think so means we should know what pushing away means And as much as many men may deny this, but in society, society does treat them more superior than women. It does. 
and it comes from our culture, our gender roles. There's just more power that is instilled into men by society. And this will obviously cause them to feel entitled to a woman's body, to having sex with a woman. You may ask us if you're always speaking out about this, why are not coming up with solutions? <sighs> what solutions can we have for ourselves? And yet, we also need to remember that Twitter, social media is only just a fraction of the population. And I'm speaking about my country. It's only just a fraction of the population. It, it's not even... I don't know... <laughs> 10%. I don't even think so. The majority... Of these cases... Happen with people who don't even... Look into Twitter not even associate with Twitter in any way shape or form we may march we may protest we may put up statuses but there's a whole chunk of the population who does not receive this message and that chunk is where these cases arise from and these cases that are not reported arise from I can't believe we live in a place where you feel so ashamed to go and report a rape case because you always blame yourself. That is the first thing that you do whenever you feel you get assaulted, you blame yourself. Because I know I blamed myself when that random hobo came up to me and felt entitled to my body. I blame myself for not screaming for not running for not maybe wearing shorts underneath my skirt or maybe for my skirt being too short I blamed myself afterwards I thought of the many things that I could have done in order to escape sooner from that situation and that's what you do. You always tell us that there's so many things you could have done. You just didn't choose to. You ask us why we choose to report a case 10 years later. Because for you, it doesn't make sense why the minute you get assaulted, you wouldn't report it. Because that's what you would do as a guy, right? The minute someone rubs you up the wrong way, you immediately either fight back or you go report them but it's easy for you it's easy for you because no one will shame you no one will be asking you questions about what you did why did that person feel like they wanted to assault you and even if they did they wouldn't be judging you 
it's easy for you but it's not for us <laughs> it's a lot for me to take in on a daily just last week a girl from my university who was just in her first year and she had worked so hard to be in her first year and to get to university and specifically this university because it's one of the top universities in the country she fought so hard to able to get the marks that she needed in order to start doing medicine she fought so hard to do that she she fought so hard for her life for it to be better than what it was for her to be able to break free from her circumstances at home and to be able to create wealth from her for her family and hasn't even completed her first year of school and she has passed on because her boyfriend felt that he could not take the rejection that he got from her breaking up with him and he decided to kill her because there's no way that she could break up with him right men always tell us that we are the emotional ones they always do they we told that women are the most emotional ones but i for one think that is a lie men are the most emotional ones and for people who can't take rejection who kill when they're rejected who beat up when they're rejected you're telling me that is not a person who's emotionally unstable Why are you getting angry just because you got rejected? And you're telling me we're the ones who are emotional. And yes, I know we live in a society where men are told to suppress their feelings, but that is no more. Every day we tell men to go to therapy because we know that society has told them to suppress their feelings. And now the slightest bit of a trigger erupts into something so big because they're unable to control their emotions we're basically giving you solutions go to therapy help deal with your emotions but they don't want to what's the point of going to speak to someone that you don't even know why am i wasting my money <laughs> and yet every single day we have cases we give you some sort of solution you reject it what now last year a girl from another university she was also 19 in her first yeah no she was in her second year she merely went to the post office <laughs> just like any person would and the man at the post office decided that he 
was going to kill her and he was going to rape her and even in court he had the audacity to say that she was fighting back and she was being a nuisance for fighting back and that he struggled at first because she was fighting back but unfortunately she lost against him a young girl who was close to my age both these young girls were close to my age the fishes are no more because a man felt entitled to their life a mere visit to the post office and it's questions like why would you go to the post office al- the post office why would i go to the post office alone the post office <laughs> and it's people asking why would the boyfriend just randomly kill the girlfriend she must have done something no matter what she did There's nothing to justify her getting killed. There's nothing to justify him laying his hands on her. And what we also need to acknowledge is that sometimes these issues are perpetrated by a family. Because that boy's family told her to stay in the relationship because they knew that he was unstable and that he was angry and that he might hurt her. If you know that your son is dangerous, why are you letting an innocent girl remain in a relationship with him? Why are you not taking your child somewhere for him to get help and get the help that he needs? Why are you putting the life of an innocent child at stake all in the name of trying to protect your son? As much as he may have been threatening to commit suicide because of the breakup, that should be a trigger for you that there's an issue with him and that he needs help and that you putting that innocent girl in that position of staying is putting her life in danger because i know of many situations where boys or people in their families who have anger who who get angry real quick and they family just tells him or tells other people to just not pay attention to him and just leave him because he's just having his episodes no don't leave him there's an issue and it needs to be fixed <sighs> there's so many cases that have happened in just a short space last week of young infant children babies who were raped by family members 
happy ankles. A three month old baby. And you're telling me that it's because of what you wear, it's because of how you act. You're basically asking it. How is a three month old baby asking for it? Even rape cases within the family that don't occur with babies but with young children or with young teenagers by their uncles and it's told and the children is told to not speak about it. They're supposed to just hide it, not report the cases because it's something that the family can fix. And the uncle is there at every family celebration, at every family event. They're there. The person who has raped you, you're supposed to deal with them each and every day. They are there. You see them. And the family acts so nice with them, as if nothing ever happened. And you're supposed to be okay with that. Mothers and aunts who blame the child for wearing revealing clothes but don't blame their uncle the person who has raped they don't blame their uncle they don't blame the father they don't blame the stepfather they don't blame the brother they don't blame the cousin who raped the one who did the bad deed but rather blame the victim I could go on I could go on But I have no words at this point. My spirit is broken. And it's broken by the fact that every day I shall live in fear. And there's nothing that I can do to change that. I may protest, I may post. I may plead men to support us. I may try educate because men want to be educated on consent. They want to be educated in terms of what they can do to stop their friends or to reprimand their friends or whatever. I can speak out as much as I want. But that basically changes nothing. Nothing has ever changed. Nothing. And I'm not saying we're giving up. No, we're not. But I'm just saying we're tired. We're tired of this everyday battle. It's enough. It's enough for my soul. I can't take it. I'm tired of your do better, gents. I'm tired. Oh, Jens, let's do better. Let's protect our women. What else are you doing besides that? Are you actually actively going out and telling your friend that what they did was wrong? Are you actually going out and telling your friend that you can no longer be friends with them because what they did was wrong? Oh, but no, it's the bro code. He's my brother for life. I can't abandon him. Okay. Okay. Then that's you doing better. Fine. When we speak about it on Twitter, then it's silent. 
It's silent. The weeks we speak about gender-based violence, it's silent from the guys. And in the minute things start dying down, they're back on their Twitter feeds. They're back posting on the timeline. People even have the audacity to go and say, oh, gents, it's time for us to go back into our caves now because they've started talking about gender-based violence. You don't understand our anger. And I don't know why. Like, we don't understand our anger. Because it's like you never take it seriously. And as serious as you should. (laughs) I hope all the women out there, all the young children out there, I pray that you are safe and that you're protected throughout this week, throughout the rest of the year. Pray that God blesses you with more life and that no man will feel the need to assault you and feel entitled to your body. I pray for better solutions. I pray for a breakthrough because I am tired. I'm really tired. And so with that, I say goodbye.